Yo, what's up? This is Jacoby from Papa Roach. This is Ryan Leaf. This is Rich Roll, and you're listening to Silver Guy Radio. Thanks for tuning in today. Thanks to humans for bringing us in. Thanks to you for supporting the show. Have you checked out the I Am Sober app? If not, you can go to thatsoberguy.com right now and you can download it. Guess what? It's free. I Am Sober is helping thousands of dudes and chicks just like you get sober and stay sober. Um, Here's what you get. You get an overview of your sobriety milestones and see how much money you've saved by not blowing it all on booze, drugs, hookers, um, all kinds of cool stuff. I don't know if the hookers is involved there. I don't think so. It's just the just the boozer drugs. I got a little carried away there. Seth, we got Seth and Mel here tonight. We're gonna finish the uh, I am sober plug in just a second. But Seth, how much money have you saved on your I am sober app? You told me earlier, and I was blown away. So according to my I am sober app, I have saved fifty three thousand three hundred and twenty one dollars. <laughs> And I think that might be an underestimation. Like I'm, I, I figured twenty dollars a day, yeah, um, on on booze and, and and drugs. I think that you know, towards the end of my addiction, it was probably more closer to forty or sixty a day. Yeah, because originally you had estimated out about forty bucks a day, and that came out to over a hundred grand, I think. Yeah, but yeah, still, this is crazy. Still, even fifty three grand is a fucking ridiculous a, amount of it's money. A lot of right? money. I could think of a lot of things I could buy or do with the 50 oh you got the oh the nice the nice slurp there nice slurp i like it well on the slurp note you can also get daily notifications to keep to help keep you on track and uh headed in the right direction uh so if, if you want to get the app i uh, highly recommend it it's a great tool uh the guys over at uh, i i am sober app team are super cool and uh, stoked to be working with them again so go to i am sober app.com uh you can also go to that sober and uh, you can find it in the right-hand column there. When you do that, when you download it uh, through the link on Sober Guy, it helps us uh, helps us track and see uh, our audience if you guys are uh, if you're using the app too. So please go there and do that. You can get it at the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store. Check out I Am Sober app today. All right, so Seth Mel, joining you in your beautiful home tonight in Vacaville, California. Thanks for having me over. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for uh, thanks for the call today to to set it up. Like yeah. that was that's always welcome. It's legit, you know. Mel, what's up? How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Glad to have you. It's nice to come home to two strapping men. <laughs> Where's the punk rock um, leopard print sweater? By the way, you were wearing earlier. I told Mel she was punk rock. I had to change out of my business attire and put on my loungewear. Loungewear. Yes. It's what, been a long day. I thought you were going to put on the active wear, but that apparently didn't happen. No, I think I would consider this more of a lounging activity mm-hmm. than a real active one. So I got to watch the active video you were talking about because oh, I'm, I'm not sure what it is, but it hilarious. sounds funny. We're going to talk about some good things today. It's um, Thanksgiving time. How about that? Anybody know what the meaning of Thanksgiving is? Please remind us. I feel like Clark W. Griswold right now <laughs> when I said that. And for those who don't know, I know you guys know, but those out there listening, 
Uh, I'm often referred to as Clark because of my not inability, but uh, <laughs> often jackass way of doing things sometimes, <laughs> falling off ladders and hurting myself and all that kind of stuff. But I try. What can I do? Um, I thought that it might be nice to uh, to look at what Thanksgiving actually is, and then we'll elaborate on that a little bit. So for many of us, the meaning of Thanksgiving usually includes feasting, four-day weekends, football games, floats, family reunions, and a forerunner to Christmas festivities. The first Thanksgiving, however, was neither a feast nor a holiday, but a simple gathering. Following the Mayflower's arrival at Plymouth Rock on December 11th, 1620 way the oh man that's a long ass time ago the pilgrims suffered the loss of 46 of their original 102 colonists with the help of 91 indians the remaining pilgrims survived the bitter winter and yielded a bountiful harvest in 1621 in celebration a traditional english harvest festival lasting three days brought the pilgrims and the natives to unite into a thanksgiving observance how about that and now instead we turn to Black Friday and buy every fucking thing you can. <laughs> that's that's so funny too, man. Like you think of Thanksgiving, you think of that four day weekend. Yeah. You think of the the ridiculous amount of food that you're gonna eat. Football. Yeah. So it's so crazy that you know you don't even think different. of the pilgrims in nine or sixteen twenty one that 1621. came over and raped and pillaged and <laughs> stole land what? I don't from think the that. natives. <laughs> I'm not I'm not laughing in uh in in honor of that by any means it's absolutely terrible um but yeah definitely some controversy controversy there. What were you going to say Mel? I definitely I don't think about the pilgrims necessarily but Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because you got to get up on the mic a little bit. We get to celebrate it go. and there is no there's no gifts involved. Yeah. So when you get together with your family it's just about stuffing your face or watching football or hanging out however you choose to do so with your friends or your family. Yeah. But there's no, there's nobody is solely there for their handout for the year, which is what I feel like <laughs> Christmas is. Yeah. So I, I love Thanksgiving. I'm going to miss the turkey this year so bad. Yeah, that's right. No turkey for you. <sighs> no turkey for you. Oh, it's going to be painful. Can you get like a... No, we're not doing turkey, turkey. cake. Nope. Tofu turkey. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I feel you though. The get on the gift thing, yeah, it has, um, it's like every, and I guess giving part of it's cool. I mean, I'm not going to lie either. Getting a gift is cool, I guess, but like, yeah, it, it kind of takes away that. It's more about just gathering and hanging out and uh, talking, spending some time together and stuff. Um, and for Seth and I, we get to do it with no alcohol. How about that? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I mean, you get to, you get to remember the conversations that you yeah, had with, yeah. uh, you get to remember the conversations that you had with the people that you're celebrating Thanksgiving with. So that's, that's always a good thing too, right? Yeah. Um, whether they're sensical or not, you know what I mean? You still get to, you still get to remember them. Um, I think that's, that's a good point too, that you guys both bring up. It's just one of those, one of those holidays that, you know, that you're not, there's no expectation to receive, you know, a gift. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's so true. It's a good point. Unless you're three, Cash probably wants a gift. He yeah. Might, he, he might want something. Cash deserves a gift. He does. He, that guy deserves gifts all the time. He gets gifts all the time. So does Lucy. Yes. Well, and that's that's the other reason why as a kid that we hated Thanksgiving, right? Because it was just, <laughs> it was a bunch of old people gathering and stuffing their faces. Yeah. Probably drinking, drinking re- too much ridiculous wine. amounts of alcohol and <laughs> yelling at the TV, right? Yeah. Uh, it's comedy. Um. Back to the Black Friday thing real quick. 
I wanted to address that because we had a couple interesting conversations this week about how it slowly merged its way in to the holiday. Like before Thanksgiving was Thanksgiving, there wasn't anything open, like just what you were talking about, Mel. Everyone got together, had a good time. Um, and then, you know, I don't know what year it was. Slowly they created Black Friday, right? And then um, people started shopping it. Uh, you know, or I don't know if it started early in the morning or if it originally, did it originally start at midnight? Is it always, or it started the next morning? They okay. would open the stores a couple hours earlier than normal. Like eight o'clock or six yeah. o'clock or something. Okay. Mm -hmm. So originally there, and then they move it up to starting at 12 o'clock. So they've done this all incrementally and now they're open on like Thanksgiving. So they're it's like a pre black Friday. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I, like it's, it doesn't seem to me like you get any better deals unless you get like maybe something that's very specific. They have like one thing, but all the rest of the shit you could probably buy throughout the year for probably cheaper if you, if you did, you know, it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good scam. I gotta say, cause now, uh, Best Buy has had their black Friday prices going the entire month of November. <laughs> They're constantly trying to up mm -hmm. each other. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if I still drank, I would just go get fucking smashed and just go black Friday shopping. Just do it drunk. Yeah, or get yacked out. You fucking <laughs> stay up all night after too, after Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's Mel brings up a great point. Like, I mean, we were out trying to find the little shirt for work um, this weekend, right? And there was posters up, Black Friday sale, Black Dude. Friday this, you know, um, extended hours this week for pre-Black pre Friday sales. It's just- That's crazy. The ploy to get people to come in and spend money and overconsume on shit that they don't need. I know. Is, uh, you know, it's it's greedy, to be honest with you. That's the way I see it. Definitely uh, over overconsumption. Because it is a lot of shit that, you know, I don't need, you don't need, we don't need. It's just stuff we want. More stuff. I was telling you the other day, I'm like, fuck, I'm so tired of stuff. Like, get this stuff out of here. I have too much stuff. I just need to go minimalist. But that won't happen because I have two beautiful kids and a beautiful wife. So I got to learn to live with the stuff. Well, and you know, I sit here and I talk about it. You know, um, I'm, I'm guilty of it too. You know what I mean? There's always things Me that I, I want and yep. um, feel like I'm not complete if I don't have it. You know what I mean? And I, I struggle with that. And I think a lot of that is a society that we live in is, has kind of placed that that thought on me that the things that I have and, and what I do are based off of, are, you know, are kind of a resemblance of the person that I am. Yeah. I think that that's how our society is today. I mean, obviously, that's not who I am. Um, but are you saying like people identify with the shit that they have? In a yeah, sense? yeah, 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 totally. absolutely. It's a, it's kind of like a status quo, right? Yeah. yeah so. you're, you're judged on the things that you, the type of house that you own or the car that you drive or yeah, the clothes that you wear. Yeah. It's like your status where you're at. You're not yeah, a good totally. person if you don't have yeah. certain things. That's a shitty way to live, I would think. <laughs> it, yeah, <laughs> like and to, it is. You know, I mean, like, and to be honest with you, like, I have to admit that, you know, I get sucked into that every now and then. Yeah. I'm, you know what I mean? I will say, oh, my God, look at that fucking person, dude, that's living in his car. And, and to not think, like, you know, maybe they're just down on their luck. And they're human beings, right? Yeah. Like, I do, I do get caught up in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's, 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 that's another good thing about Thanksgiving. It's easy. It's a good reminder, you know, for you to kind of reflect on the good things that you have in your life and let go of the, yeah. you know, the. Well, gratitude. I mean, yeah. I think that leads right into gratitude. And that's one, one thing about Thanksgiving. Like how, 
how many of us have sat around the table and said, okay, I mean, it's classic kind of cliche, but everyone go around it's and say, Grizz what do you think? Dish. It's totally Griswold dish, dude, with the burnt ass turkey and cousin Eddie eating the jello with more cat food in it. One of my favorite parts. But you go around the table and you say, um, you know, hey, everybody, what are you thankful for? You know, and so it does help to put that in perspective. But here's my question. Why the hell do we only do that on Thanksgiving? Like, yeah. why don't we do that shit all, all year long? And that's for me, that's one of the things I love about uh, being in, you know, like being in recovery and not using alcohol and drugs anymore is I can I can at least be reminded to try to consistently do that. Practice gratitude. I mean, we just had this conversation at group the other night. What are we grateful for on a daily basis? It could just be something as simple as waking up and my feet hitting the ground. I'm taking a breath right now. So when you start micro, you know, or I almost said micromanaging, but when you start putting it down into small things like that, just breathing, which is really a huge thing, but it's a small thing that we do subconsciously so we don't think about it. That's like, dude, like how could you not be grateful, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And again, you know, being human and, and a recovering alcoholic and drug addict, man, like I, I struggle with my gratitude on a daily basis. Um, you know, and I've actually reached out to the group and asked them, you know, like, I need you guys to hold me accountable and ask yeah. me what I'm, you know, wh what, where my great, my gratitude list is at on a daily basis. Um, you know, so I've been, I've been working on that, that gratitude because I think that it, it sets out my day, yeah. right? It sets my day, right? If I, if I wake up and identify those things that I am grateful for, um, you know, my day is going to be a lot better than if I wake up in a pissed off, angry fucking mood. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. Well, and I think that applies. Um, it doesn't just apply to those that have issues with alcohol or drugs. Like Mel, you don't have issues with alcohol or drugs, but I'm sure gratitude has to play some sort of part in your life. You know what I'm saying? Like in anybody's life out there, that whether you're a spouse of, a, of an alcoholic, um, or just a normal person out there, like, in general, how can you like, what, what does yours look like? What does gratitude look like to you? Like just from a regular, you know, or your opinion or whatever, I guess <laughs> from a normie, you normie. Oh. oh, I haven't heard that word in a long time. <laughs> I haven't either. Um, she well, ain't normal. <laughs> none of us are. That's the <laughs> no. cool thing. Yeah, We're all freaking are. weird. I mean, I don't know. I get wrapped up in it just like Seth does. Um, so trying to remind myself to be grateful yeah, there's, you know, there, there was a time not that long ago for me and for him to separately and together that life looked very different for us. And it had nothing to do with drugs or alcohol. It was just mm -hmm. the place that we were at in life. And when we are able to do something, you know, like something big, like go on vacation or something small, yeah. like, you know, be able to buy gifts or, or go to dinner or do something, you know, something that we wouldn't have been able to do not that long ago. Like yeah. That's kind of, those are the things that I think of and I try to remind myself to be grateful for. It's not about the things. It's just the ability to be able to do them and share with people. Totally. Yeah. It's stuff that we, we wouldn't have been able to do six, seven years ago. Well, so, so what about for the person listening out there who's like, nah, you don't understand. Like I'm going through some shit right now because, and the reason I bring that up, cause I guarantee you there's someone listening right now that's going through that. And number two. Um, we're all kind of going through that in our own rights right now with family members who are sick, um, and, and, and people we care about that are going through things. Um, like how do you keep, and I'm not asking for their for an answer. I'm just kind of creating the convo and feel free to share as little or as much as you want. Um, like how do you keep a positive attitude through that? 
You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's the real test. I think that God puts on us. It's like, okay, you know, here you go. How are you going to deal with, with this? You know, go ahead, dear. Are you sure? Yeah. Um, well, you know, so this, this week, couple weekends ago, I, I went out of state with my mom to see her mother who is now on hospice care. And that's where we're going to be spending our Thanksgiving. We're going to make the long drive down to Arizona and be with my family that I don't get to see very often because they've never lived near us. And as sad of a trip as it may be, um, and you know, my family has never been around that, that part of my family has never been around that much. I'm trying to stay positive and keep in mind that I am going to get to see people that I haven't seen in over 10 years. Yeah. That my husband, the man that I've been with for eight years, people that he has never met. Hmm. You know, so this is like extended family that this, yes. Yeah. yeah. This is my, my mom's sister and her kids and their kids and my mom's parents and their siblings and their kids. And their, you know, so I guess what, like great aunts and uncles and yeah, second so. cousins and kind of, you know, people really truly that I didn't even know were still around are going to be gathering, you know, for a very sad thing. My, my grandma is still here. She may not be here by the time we get down there, but, um, you know, just instead of burying myself in that sad thought, like I'm just keep trying to look forward to the people that I am going to be able to spend my favorite holiday with. Yeah. Be able to hang out with and actually spend the time together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's important. So it's just, just something little, like there's yeah. a whole lot of sad things going on, but that's the little thing that I keep trying to tell <laughs> myself. And when people ask me like, Oh, I'm sorry to hear about your grandma. I'm sorry. You know, you guys have to make that trip. And, yeah. You know what though? Like, this is going to be really cool for Seth. It's going to be cool for me. Like I love my cousins. They used to come and stay with us. Yeah. And even though we never lived close to each other, I never felt like I wasn't close with them. Yeah. And they have children that I've never even met. Yeah. And I'm excited for that. So I'm just going to try and focus on that part of it because my grandma, you know, she's at peace with what's happening to her. And I've already gotten to say my goodbyes to her when I went last weekend. So if I get to go and she is still here, that's just a bonus for me. Yeah, that's cool. So that's. And you'll be creating, you know, even in the midst of like, you know, a sad time in a sense, you'll be creating a lot of positive memories Absolutely. at the same time. And so it's like, it doesn't take away from the fact that there's still, you know, some sadness and a hard time, but at the same time, I guess it's about perspective. Like what are you choosing to kind of put that energy into, you know, and, this... and spread to the kids and the family and everyone like set we, when you and I were talking earlier, um, that was one of the things you brought up. Like, how do you deal with that when you got kids or when there's kids around, you know, they don't know exactly what's going on. So you got the holidays coming and stuff and you kind of got to, you got to do that balance, mm -hmm. you know, Absolutely. it's not easy. What about for you, dude? You want to touch on that anything or you want to move on? Damn, babe, that, you're strong. Yeah, that was, that was that, pretty legit. That took no. some strength. I, I mm -hmm. appreciate you. I, I recognize your strength in that. Um, you know, just to kind of piggyback off of what Mel's saying, I think it's real important. Um, what, what I've been doing, you know, when I, when I'm having a, a hard day or dealt with a hard situation, I look at the, you know, the, the small little minute thing that, um, may kind of redirect my focus. Um, you know, for, for Mel and, and the trip that we're going down, yeah, that her, her grandma's not doing so well. And, you know, pretty much everything that she just said that she's on hospice, right? Yeah. But she's kind of focused her mind on, um, you know, being able to see some people that she hasn't seen in a long time. And that's, 
you know, that's, that's great. That's great. Uh, a great thing. Um, for me lately, it's been like, I, I have the ability to wake up and, and move like with no, no real restrictions. So my health is a big one. Right. And yeah. I, I mean, I'm not the healthiest <laughs> fuck. Um, but, but I, I do get to get up and go to work and, and come home, um, to my family on, on a, on a daily basis. So, you know, when I really focus on that, um, and think about the people out there that are struggling, whether it be, um, you know, of old age and bad health or people that are still in an addiction, um, people that don't, don't have the choice or the freedoms that I have. Um, that's, that's, that's something that I, you know, try and keep track of. I think the other day I verbalized, man, like I am so grateful for my patients right now because mm. I wanted to choke someone the fuck out at work that was <laughs> pissing me off over yeah. something that was so little. Yeah. And I was able to just kind of, you know, not so much blow it off, but take a deep breath in and a deep breath out and kind of yeah. respond to the way, you know, the situation that I was dealt with. Um, so, so that was a big one. And, you know, I had that I had the ability to do that was, you know, was huge yeah. for me. And that came from a long time of training. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know and then, I mean? and like, then, just... and then I think it's important that you verbalize that. Like if you realize that you notice that you're doing something that is, you know, maybe out of the norm for you at that given time, if you recognize that shit and be like, Whoa, like I was just the most patient person. Like I am so grateful for that. It makes you kind of, it kind of refocuses. Well, for yes. me, it was, it would, it refocuses my thoughts. Yeah. Um, I want to take us back a little bit and I, I didn't want to address this and I still don't actually, but I'm going to, cause I think it's important. And I think that there's probably someone out there, you know, who is wants to ask the question. Um, like if we kind of rewound a couple years back, how many you have six years or uh, seven. seven, Yep. seven years. Okay. Um, so maybe go back like five of those years, the first couple years. And when the holidays come around, there's always lots of drinking going on, whether mm -hmm. it's friends, family, you know, and a lot of us have to go into those environments because we're not going to isolate ourselves from our family. It, certain circumstances, maybe, maybe some people do have to do that at first. Um, but eventually I know for me, like I have to go into those situations now after, you know, as of now, it's not really an, an issue for me at this time, because I'm pretty strong, I feel like, and I know um, my boundaries and I've been able to kind of, um, I have um, resources and outlets and all that kind of stuff. But for someone going into that, the first like year, first two years, like, do you remember what that was like? And um, like any thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, the first shit, probably the first five, six, six years were tough, man. Like I had to, um, you know, there was times that I had to sit at the kids table Right. And hang out with the kids the majority of the time because they were the ones that weren't drinking. Um, yeah. That and I, I don't really know. We hard help, hard for me to picture you at the kids table. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it, the, the, the whole situation is kind of, you know, it creates a quite a bit of anxiety. And I think, you know, I found felt other had other ways that I dealt with that, whether it be um drinking a shit ton of coffee. Yeah. Right. And getting the caffeine buzz going on or eating a shit ton of Copenhagen, right? And kind of having the nicotine <laughs> buzz. Um, you know, it was pretty much any other substance that I could use 
um, outside of alcohol that would ease that anxiety. Yeah. And then, you know, going back to the kid table, man, hanging out with the kids, um, going outside and kicking the soccer ball around or playing basketball, you know, kind of getting away from the, you know, the craziness that was going on inside around the, the, yeah the um the in the table. kitchen around or even at the adult table so i think it's important to um you know if you're if you're faced with those situations and you have to be um present which i think it's important that you know as your sobriety goes on you're gonna have to get used to those situations i think that you know there's d- different crowds that you could probably hang out with um in those gatherings yeah it's funny like you were talking about kicking the, the ball around and stuff like how getting sober at least it took me back to like being a kid again almost like wanting to go do those things that like i used to do and not feeling like i had to be so adultish all the time like being an adult fucking sucks kind of yeah like i just if i could just be a kid all the time i'm just why you not are a kid all i'm, the a, time, I'm kind too. of a bit i know I, you're right i am kind <laughs> of right i try to be though i mean you know i got responsibilities and stuff too obviously but um if i can if i can just like well, that's that rule 62. I talk about it on here often. Um, you know, don't take yourself too damn serious. And as soon as I remember that, I'm like, oh yeah, it don't have to be. Well, I always remember what you'd say too. Is it really that big fucking, is it really that big of a deal? Like, is it really that big of a fucking deal? It's like, uh, yeah, not really. Just like with your work situation, was it really that big of a deal? You know, it's like, ask yourself that. Yeah. And I mean, no, no, obviously it wasn't. You know what I mean? It's, I don't know. At the time, uh, it felt at, like at, it, at the but, time it felt like it was the biggest deal, but you know, obviously, yeah. I was able to to get out of it, you know, kind yeah. of. Um, but going back to you know hanging out with the kids, I think it is a big reminder that you know there's there's so much more to life than um, being stressed out and and you know, I don't know, acting like a fucking adult, right? Like, <laughs> I don't want to be an adult. Yeah, adulting sucks. I was just telling someone today, and they were asking about us going down there and what it was going to Arizona and what that was going to be like. And I said, you know what? So that's really good with the kids. Like we will probably just take, I'm going to have eight littles in this house. Eight? Eight littles all under the age of nine with the exception of Tyler. So, and they're all wow. boys. Yeah, they're oh, all boys. Man. Yeah. So all it's going to be WWF. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wrestling it's gonna be, matches. So, it's going to be pretty awesome. The good thing is, is the weather is more favorable in Arizona right now than it is here. So it'll be nice outside and it will be a way for me personally to remove myself from the tense situation that will be happening amongst my family members that do still consume copious amounts of alcohol and, (laughs) you know, other unfavorable things that I don't wish to be around just because I am, you know, annoying doesn't mean that I want to be around any of that. And I think it'll be a great way for me to make a bond with the nephews that I don't ever get to see. And this will be my first time meeting some of them. So again, I'm, you know, I look forward to that. And I know that that's something that I can count on Seth to want to be a part of. Yeah. You know, that's an easy way for us to escape, but still be present and look like we're being involved, but not having to be at the forefront of the adult bullshit. You know what I mean? Oh, that's huge. So really good. Yeah. That's actually really good. Well, and I think it's important to have an out too, right? If you get so overwhelmed that, um, you feel like, you know, you may take a drink, you know, that is just my out to just hang out with, um, the kids, you know, um, obviously I'm not going to, there's not going to be anywhere I could go. Um, and I, I think at this, where I'm at in my life now, I don't need to, 
leave the situation, but you know, I do need to um, immerse myself in different activities or conversation if there's stuff going on that I don't agree with, right? Yeah. Like I could remove myself real easy and um, the kids make it easy for, for, for me to do that. Is it weird that I feel like sympathetic for those going through a tough time to just want to use alcohol as a tool to like when you, when you were just saying that, like about your, you know, your family and stuff and, and, um, using copious amounts of alcohol, whatever you're dealing with the time that's really tough for a lot of people. And a lot of people turn to that. If I still drank, I would turn to it. You know what I mean? And I, I still, I don't know. So I have thoughts about it sometimes still too. I find this weird way of like justifying it by like, damn, you're going through like that. Like I would just want to get fucked up too. I would just want to not feel that. You know what I mean? It's just a sense of empathy that you have. Like, you know what that feels like. <clears throat> it's not, I, I mean, I could understand, I guess I kind of understand why you would think it was weird that you would sympathize with them, but it's no, I mean, it's just a human empathy. Yeah. Like, but is it, I guess, is it wrong that people do that? No, that's I, what I, I guess don't that's think so, right. man. Alcoholic or not, dude, we are all humans, right? Yeah, and every totally. single one of us, um, there is something that we are not strong in. There are things that we cannot fucking deal with yeah. without some sort of uh, outside substance, you know, putting us, putting us in a different place, yeah. right? Whether it be, you know, the, the sad mother getting drunk to be happy or, you know, the, the happy dad to, I don't know. I don't know where I'm fucking going with that. Go ahead and edit that fucking. <laughs> I'm not, no editing, <laughs> no editing. Edit that one out. But yeah, I mean, we all, we all, um, like I said, alcoholic or not, we all. I know what you were getting at though. You were saying to, different. Yeah. To remove ourselves yeah. um, mentally from any other situation that we don't want yeah. to have to deal with, right? And that's, that's why I was an alcoholic or I am an alcoholic because I use alcohol to remove me um, rem from the mental state that I was afraid of being in. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Oh yeah, it does totally. And it's funny how I feel like you can't really, well, I know. Okay. So I shouldn't say you, like I didn't really know who the hell I was until I stopped drinking. Like I really did not know who, like I was so just like lost. Yeah. And then it was like starting all over again. You know what I mean? Like starting all over from the top of like this brand new life, which makes it exciting, but it also makes it scary as shit too. You know? Um, all right. I'm going to switch gears a little bit here. That was, that was a good little, uh, good little session right there on some serious stuff. I want to, I want to talk about something that's been um, really bothering me this week. Really, really bothering me. Stuffing or stovetop? Do we want stuffing or do we want stovetop? And let me, let me get into what I'm thinking here. Okay. Back in the day, my uncle Dan, my dad, Mr. Chris Raymer, and uh, Uncle Dan, they only had stovetop there. And I could never figure out why. And I think I may have figured it out. Who wants a bunch of stuffing that's been stuffed up the bird's ass and cooked in that cavity of a bird right there? And then you pull it out and you like you eat it. That's pretty disgusting to me. I saw and the, the, where this came this week, I saw them cooking this turkey on, on TV and they were like, they were pulling it out. And I said, they're, they're scooping it out of its ass right there. Yeah. Like in big spoonfuls. And then, and then they were eating it. And I just thought that was kind of gross. Yeah. Like you better brush your teeth after that, son. That's gross. You just got a bunch of turkey butt all over your, all over your, your stuffing or your, the people call it dressing too. I never understood. That's not dressing. Like dressing is ranch. That's dressing <laughs> to me. That's not, that's not stuffing. Like, st so I stick with the stovetop. What do you guys stick with? 
uh, definitely the stovetop, man. I know how those birds are processed, and they are definitely not so cleaning sick. that anal cavity out. No. Um, I mean, you buy the bird, and it's still got some of the fucking guts in it, right? Like, who wants to eat some of the some stuffing that, that touched those guts? Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, to be honest with you, I've never been around someone that stuffed the bird and then ate the stuffing out of that bird. Like when you told me about that today, I was, I, I like, I threw up in my mouth a little bit, right? Because I was like, what the fuck, dude? This bit. dude is like, yeah, that's crazy. So, um, yeah, it's always been, I thought that the stuffing that you stuffed up the bird's ass was like just for, for flavor. Yeah, for as you cook the bird, I didn't realize people fucking eat that shit. Well, it could be. I, I mean, I, I guess people might do it for flavor That's what too. I do it for. But you, you don't, you don't ever pull. You've never seen anybody pull it out and actually oh. eat it. Oh, I have. That's the, what true stuffing is. That's then, okay. That's why. So if that's true stuffing, and if it's dressing, it's What's, made outside of the bird. Oh, okay. So I, so I don't know what the hell I'm talking about there. No, then. So wait, dressing. Clarifying. Yeah, if they call it dressing, they made it outside of the bird in the oven and a crock pot on the but stove. But it's not stovetop. It's like an actual, they use part of the turkey like guts or they use some, no? No. Why do they call it dressing? <laughs> yeah, why do they because call it dressing? Because you dress, the, tur the, you dress oh, the turkey with it. Oh, man. Instead of stuffing the turkey with it, you dress the turkey with huh, it. That makes sense. That's all I'm looking for. I'm just looking for a logical explanation. I don't <laughs> care if it's dead on right or not, but that made absolutely no sense to me. Like, why do you... Why do you call it that? But yeah, I'm not, I don't know, man. You won't be catching me eating any stuffing out of the, out of the bird's ass. Either no, way, I didn't like that shit anyways, dude. Like stuffing. whether it was uh, stuffing or, so we've learned <laughs> dressing, right? I never, I was more of a, you know, bird, mashed potatoes, gravy. Yeah. That's it. And yeah. a shit, a lot of it, like a lot. Yeah. A big a plate. Lot, a, a big, probably two plates, a lot. And then, you know, maybe like half a pumpkin pie. I was just, that was my next question. Actually, I was <laughs> I was I was drumming up in my brain. What about for the pie? Got to go with pumpkin pie and and some whipped cream, and yeah, I could probably kill a good three half. I don't know slices a half a pie. I don't know. It's pretty good. Definitely a couple of fat kids. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and you know, obviously, there's always the pumpkin and then the traditional apple pie, right? Like, yeah. so, hey, Seth, what do you want? You want a piece of apple pie or you want a piece of the pumpkin pie? Ah, give me both. <laughs> I want both. Yeah. Do I have to choose? Like, can yeah. I just try both of them? Do you hear my mom's voice in your head when you say that? Uh, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, I do. Actually, that was that was the Jack. Does she asking ask? me? She asked. Well, no. She, if she's willing to share, yes, hey, she does ask. But the good thing about the Jack, both is an option. Yes. Yeah, like always. she won't. She she will say, "You want pumpkin yeah. pie? You want apple pie? Or do you want both? Or would you like both?" Mm -hmm. And I'm always a both. Now, and there's never any pie. judgment there. Yeah. Now, if she's cutting you both, though, let's say she cuts you one, right? You got a, a certain size of the piece, right? If she cuts you both, does she cut down on the size of the one slice so it equals like one piece but it's two? Or are they two separate pieces of the same size? Does that make sense? Only if it's chocolate chocolate pudding pie. If it's the chocolate pudding pie, it's, she skimps on the she chocolate skips pudding, on the chocolate pudding, pudding pie. Because that's her favorite. She doesn't uh, like to hand that out. Yeah. No. <laughs> Got to be a little more... <laughs> diligent but if it's the, if it's the traditional apple you know pumpkin it's they're you know they're both healthy slices and i will still go back for yeah. more pie after that that's a tough one then you got to suffer this this turkey day hangover for the following day we're going to get our christmas tree actually the following day the kids are stoked about that that's exciting that yeah. is very exciting. little tradition yeah you know, that's one of those family traditions that 
we used to do, we definitely used to do it when I was a kid. We used to go up to like Pollock Pines or um, Apple Hill. Apple Hill, mm-hmm. yeah, up there and and uh, and actually cut the tree down. But shit, a, a tree then probably costs like thirty bucks. And dude, now you go do that, it's For like a hundred dollars. Easy, easy, a hundred bucks. And you got to cut the tree in half when you get home because none of us have thirty foot ceilings. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? I think that was the last time we went up there and we, we cut a tree down and we we're like, oh yeah, that shit will fit. That'll fit. We got it down here. Got it to the house. It was too we had big. to cut the fucking thing in half. <laughs> so I had to cut like four more feet off of it to get really? it to fit in here. Oh yeah. yeah. How much did that thing cost? It was a hundred thirty bucks. So, yeah. Dude, yeah, it's a grit, man. But they do smell nice. They smell they they're they're real. I mean, you get the full effect. But um, we we've you know the last few years before we moved, our um, our living room was pretty you know on the smaller side, and so we had to get smaller trees. Um, and so this year we're kind of excited to get a little bit of a like a regular size mm-hmm. tree. But man, if we, I don't know if we're gonna go all the way up to Pollock Pines and do it because dude, I can't I can't spend a hundred. Forty dollars or one, even a hundred bucks. Larry's has great trees. Even Sylvieville, you know, you can go to Sylvieville and I think cut that's your own where, down. I think that's where we're mm-hmm. gonna go. But still, even up there, you're looking at like seventy or eighty bucks. But well, it's, here's it's what cool, you do: you go to it. Sylvieville, you get your apple cider, you ride on the fucking hayride, you go pet yeah. the goats, and then you go down to fucking Kmart or Home Depot <laughs> yeah, and you yeah, buy you the, the twenty nine ninety five tree. Too. So you 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 kill two birds with one stone. You get the whole experience, right? Yeah. And then you you know you save a couple bucks. So. We've definitely done that. We've, de- but I think we did Lowe's. We did the Sylvieville. We did the same thing. The hayride, the cider. <laughs> the, the kids get the experience, and then we'll trek on over to Lowe's and get the twenty nine ninety nine, you know, tree. And then if you get it too early, though, it dies. Like yeah. so, you got to time it. You got to time it just, uh, just right. Yeah, if you want to get it the day after Thanksgiving, you're best off with a fresh cut. Yeah, I heard there's some trick too that you can pour like Sprite or you can pour. Um, is it Sprite? And there's there was something else too. You can pour it in the water to make it last longer. Ever heard anything did you, about that? Did you see that on Pinterest? No, I didn't see. It's probably. I guarantee you, it's probably on Pinterest. I guarantee it's on. Pinterest. Yeah, somebody look it up. Look it up. I'm gonna yeah. look right now. Yeah, look, yep. look up right now. Let's see. Um, yeah, so we're gonna do that. We'll hang some lights. Get all get all uh, uh, Christmased out. Little Christmas vacation. I'm pumped about the holidays, dude. Dude, you've it. been playing Christmas music since the day after <laughs> Halloween, so I have. We have the we have the tradition. Lucy and I created it two years ago, I think. The day after Halloween, it's completely acceptable to start playing Home Alone, uh, Christmas Vacation, uh, Christmas music, all that good stuff, man. We got to get the. It goes by too fast. Yeah. What if we were all nice year round? Just like grateful. So we already covered the gratitude thing year round. You know how during Christmas time, everyone's jolly and happy and, hey, I'm going to hold the door for you, sir. Oh, thank you. The wave. But Where then do everyone, you live? You go back to January and everyone's like, yeah, fuck you. Everyone's a dick again, you know? I I personally am really try, working on that. Like I am working on trying to be the best that I could be at all times, right? Yeah. And it's a fucking struggle. Um and I think that when I'm at my lows, like I get even more, I get even more mad at myself when I hit those lows because it's like, dude, I'm working so hard to be at this fucking great person. Yeah. And then one day I'll be fucking pissed off and angry, and then I'll the day after that I'll even be more pissed off and angry <laughs> because I let myself yeah. get all pissed off and angry. Yeah. Grace, we need a little grace there. Yeah, we we're never gonna be grace. perfect. Yeah. But all right, Mel, Mel just found this. I'm gonna pass this back to you, Mel. You got to read it. This is about the sprite in the Christmas tree, right? A, mix, a mixture of one cup of 7-Up and four cups of water is a great 
is great to keep your tree hydrated. So 7-Up. 7-Up's a little more bubbly than Seven Sprite, up is, too. And it's not as sugary. As Sprite? Mm-hmm. It has more of the like citric acid in it huh. than the sugar. So. That's probably what helps it then, too. Yeah. What, was the, what was the concoction again? One cup of 7-Up to four cups of water. One cup of 7-Up. Okay, I'm going to try it, it this year, and I'll report back, and we'll see. We'll yeah, that'd be be interesting to see for sure. <laughs> I don't think we're uh, I don't think we're getting a tree this year. No, uh, no. Nah. I think we're gonna you know we'll hang up the Christmas lights. Why aren't you gonna get a tree? You gotta get a tree. I haven't been in the Christmas spirit. What? Oh, all right, I'm gonna get you in the Christmas spirit right now. If we're you gonna play sing. Christmas music. I'm gonna throw that laptop <laughs> across the room. I was so just about to play some Christmas music. We could. <laughs> Have a holly jolly <laughs> Christmas. What? How come you're not in the mood? Just not not feeling it this year? I mean, you got a lot of stuff going on. I've got totally a lot of it. other stuff going on. So I'm I think once Thanksgiving is over, I might Yeah. You know, cross over. Well and, and too, man, That's it feels like Fourth of July was last week. You know what <laughs> yes. I mean? So it's yeah. hard to go from uh tank tops and flip flops to boots and sweaters, right? So yeah, the California weather is a bit different than, you know, for us out here than a lot of folks throughout other spots that see snow and cold weather, you know, almost year round. But I'm ready for it. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. I'm ready for it. What else are we going to talk about? How are we looking on time here? Okay. What time is it? 840? Mm-hmm. Goodness. Um what do you what else you got queued up there? I don't really have much queued up. I mean, I had a few notes. We talked about the uh the true self earlier. Am I front and son? <laughs> that was the note. Yeah, let's talk about that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um well go ahead. Take it away. Well open it up. Fuck. I put you on the spot. A little bit, yeah. All right. So I'll 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 set us up then. Um the true self was what we were talking about earlier about how um Let's see. I'm trying to recap myself now. Total brain shit all over my face. That's so disgusting. Why would I just say something like that? Um, (laughs) The true self, like, what is the true self? Are we acting in our true self? Oh, that's what this stemmed from. Because if you, if anybody, if you're, if you heard last week's episode we put out with Bob Forrest um, about the last 10 minutes, um, Bob was kind of touching on the fact of, you know, the, the people closest to us are, are the ones a lot of the time that we're, that we treat the worst sometimes, you know, and we actually talked about this, uh, in, in Seth and I's, um, group that we're in too. We, we talked about it the, the week before the podcast, just how, um, I think the example that we used in there was with our wives. Like one example was we'll pick the phone up to a total stranger and just be like, Hey, yeah. Hey, hello. Hey, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm doing great. And then your lady will call or something. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. You know, why, why do we do that? Not just a small example, but why do we do that? Um, you know, and that kind of went into, well, that's not, or what is the true self? That's not the true self when we're front, when we're fronting all the time, you know, putting on this face, like everything's great and happy, you know, yeah, how you doing? And then we get behind closed doors and we're assholes or we're, you know, we have an attitude problem or we're not treating the people that we love the most with the utmost respect, like we should. That, I know for me, that's something that is, it's hard, man, because we don't even know we do it a lot of the time, you know, that's all I got. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> dude, I, I agree a hundred percent. Like we spend, um, well, I'll speak for myself. I spend my, my entire day 
like trying to, you know, work with others and be this good, good person and polite and courteous. Um, you know, and I, I, I think that once, once my day's over, you know, at work or whatever, like I'm tired of being that fucking guy. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, dick. <laughs> well, it's not even really that I want to be no. a dick, but I just, I feel like. like you want I, to wear that hat. I don't, I, yeah, I'm done yeah. wearing that hat totally, for that time. Totally and, um, you know, which I'm not, I'm not saying it's a right or wrong thing. Yeah. Um, but it's, it is so true that like, you know, the people that are closest to me, um, when I am done putting that skit on, they're the ones that are around and they get to see me, you know, in my quote unquote full glory, right. Where, um, you know, whether, whether it be a dick or, you know, somewhat nice. Um, and I think it's, it's who we are behind closed doors is, is a true representation of who we are. Yeah. Um, that's the true self. That's the true self. And then, and you know, that, that show, um, your last episode, it was, it, it was a good reminder, right? Like why, why do we do that? Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was episode 158 it, for, for those out there listening. So you can go back and check that out. It's with Bob Forrest. He had a lot of good points in there. Uh, but at the end, yeah, that was, that was legit. And I guess I'm going to kind of take that as, as almost like a challenge. And I think I have been conscious of this a little bit, at least lately of, almost imagining like that my my house is a glass house and people can see what I'm doing and how I'm acting all the time because when the doors are shut and it's closed off you know I can go around with the the eye rolls or the deep breaths or the bitching and complain I mean it's always something stupid usually yep. too um but if I'm have the mindset of people can see what I'm doing it changes me for some reason and because I don't I don't want to be like that and I don't have to be like that, you know? So there is this balance of like, I'm kind of fronting in a sense out in the real world, you know, not all the time. It's just certain days, but man, if I could get to that point where I'm that authentic self at all times, I mean, that's a win. Yeah. Probably not easy, but yeah, absolutely. And and one of the guys in our group, and I'll just say his name, Josh, like said it for real, like just be nice. Like it's, mm. it's really not, it's really not that hard. And I, I've, I've tried that just recently, you know what I mean? Just like be nice to even the ones that you hate the most, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, it's really not that hard. It's actually, it's actually really easy. Yeah. I've, I, I've found that, um, being nice and saying, yeah, okay. You know, like whatever is, is actually more natural, um, to me than to get all worked up and, and be a fucking dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. Be nice not always easy were you gonna say something Mel, or no i saw you leaning in and then you backed off i was thinking about it yeah go ahead well i mean you you know what uh, your shane's wife and i we do the same thing for a living right so you know just like seth knows when we come home and we've had to you do hair just to clarify oh, too yeah, so sorry. you're not only though a hairstylist you and jess but you're also um therapist because you yeah, hear a ton sure. of people's shit all day just we, wanted to clarify. Yeah, we have to be whoever our clients need us to be mm -hmm. for that hour, two hours, three hours, however long their appointment is with us, right? So like Seth said, at the end of the day, sometimes you really don't have much left to give. And when I think about my true self in the respect of the things that you guys were talking about, I think that you are your true self only around other people who are also being their true selves. Mm. 
So like even when I'm mad, like that's that's the true self of the person that I am when I'm mad. You know, the way that I act when I'm mad, however it be, like if I raise my voice or, you know, that that's who I am. And I can only be that way with Seth. Yeah. You know, like I can't be that way with other people. And it's not, it's hard for him not to take that personal. Yeah. You know, but even when I'm happy, like, you know, me being happy at work is usually pretty fake, right? <laughs> um not because I'm unhappy in my work, no. but it's just, you know, the over the top kind of bubble. But it's the hat. But yeah, you got to wear a hat, hat because yeah. it's business, it's work, yes. and it's, it's yeah, it it's is. It's my means of and making it's, a it's living. It's fucking yes. exhausting, it too. It is fucking like exhausting. Like having to like put that on all the time. But it would bother him because he would use that same example like, you are so nice to your friends <laughs> and you are so mean to me. And yeah. it's like, because I'm not really that nice. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, that, yeah. Bu- that bubbly over the top kind of thing that you see with me when I'm around people is that's. That's not who I am. Yeah. It's really not. You've known me, and you've known me long enough to know that I'm. That, that well, you're pretty nice. Well, I not mean, that I'm not nice, but you, like, that, that. But really I mean, like bubbly. Of, yeah, I mean, I guess I could see that. But I think, I think that's pretty. My, I think that's pretty normal from a business perspective. I mean, I, I would think so. Like anybody who is runs a business or or works for a business, like you're putting on that hat. Like you're yeah. you're actually. Now that I think about it, you're kind of like playing a role. You're play- that's why um, we wear costumes and we play roles. <laughs> I was yeah. just gonna we say do. costumes. Like we wear costumes. I'm put on my costume today. Yeah. I'm gonna go into the office, or I'm gonna go into the salon, or I'm gonna go to the plant. Yeah, got my 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 shit on, and I'm mm-hmm. ready to play this role today. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of comedy when you think about how serious we fucking take ourselves. Dude. Well, <laughs> like, to get to come home and be my true self doesn't necessarily mean I'm gonna come home and be a bitch. Yeah, it means that I get to come home and. You know, if I need, if I'm happy about something or excited about something, I can share that with him. And I know that his response to me is genuine. Yeah. Whereas with people out in the real world, you don't ever know if their response is genuine. Yeah. And if I'm upset about something and he's comforting me, he's doing it in a genuine way. Whereas, you know, again, with people out in the world, you don't know if that's genuine. Yeah. So it's the true self thing to me is more, I know that it, from the outside looking in sometimes it looks like we treat the people we love the worst because and then you question is that am i really a bad person is that really who i am i don't look at it like that yeah that's a good point yeah it's a really good point babe thanks yeah i don't i don't yeah i don't think that that's i think that there's a bond there's you know there's a bond a relationship there's trust there where we know that um those people that we love are always going to be there for us unless Obviously, there's certain lines that, you know, we're not talking about. We're not drawing like abuse or something like that. But just in a general sense of like just having a bad day and getting on someone or arguing because little shit or something like that. Like, yeah, um, I think it's pretty normal to do that. And that's where the thick skin comes in. I'm having to learn that. Like you said, like or when Seth uh, said, why why are you mean to me? I've pulled that one with (laughs) Jess, too. Like, uh, I see her, you know, uh, with one of her friends or a client or something. I'm like, damn, you're hella nice to her. Why don't you, why don't you be nice to me like that? <laughs> yep. She just looks at me and shakes her head. Cause like, you don't pay me. Yeah, That's exactly. Why. Exactly. That <laughs> uh, is comedy. Well, and it, uh, you know, on the other end, like, you know, you, it's hard to not take that shit personal. Yeah. Um, you it's, know, and I, that's, yeah. that's another thing that I, you know, that I struggle with on the, on the daily, right. Is any type of day that Mel may or may not have had is not any reflection of what I did or what I could be currently doing at that given moment, right? 
Yeah. Whether she had a good day, you know, it's probably not because of anything that I did um, for her or to her because I'm not around her, you know, yeah. throughout the day. And, you know, going along with that, if she had a bad day, it's most likely not anything that I did or had any control over. Yeah. And it's, you know, is um, it's me recognizing that, right? Yeah. Well, no, I love, and I heard, um, I think Buddy and I talked about this, and I, I we talked about it before, too, about how we're not responsible for other people's successes or their failures, and we're not responsible for other people's happiness or their misery. We're just yep. not. And as soon as we start taking those things on, um, man, and I'm, trust me, I'm not trying to sound like some therapist. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about most of the time, but I do know that when you start getting into that water, things can in a relationship can start getting um, really hard. You know what I mean? And I, and I go through it like on, you know, often both, both Jess and I go through those types of things, probably me more about taking shit personal, you know, and I'm, I'm working on that stuff too. And it's not, I've gotten better at it. Thank God, you know, trying to just, eh, whatever. Cause y'all, y'all ladies are so moody, man. Like, I don't even know how to, I, I just, I don't get it. And so, you know, well, yeah, I mean, I, I and I, I think I do better with it, you know, from time to time. I'm, I'm definitely not a pro at it either. Um, I think the last probably couple of weeks, I've probably been at my worst um, by taking a lot of things personal. Yeah. Um, you know, but that's you know, it's a, it's a good reminder. Like, it's not, it's not my fault. It's only, it's only, and it's not my job to take that on, right? It's only my job to. Um, be there right yeah. for whether it be mel or whether it be duke or whether it be joe or bailey or you know just to be there and not and not kind of make it my shit not taking it on yep well and having the ability to recognize that is something to be grateful for yeah totally Remember this song? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta wait for the part. Don't take it personal. Oh, that's all I was thinking about. Isn't this like one of the best jams for <laughs> chicks? Who is this? TLC? Monica. Oh, Monica. Oh. Yeah. Don't take it personal, son. But yeah, this is the song I was thinking about as we were kind of talking about that. And yeah, just gotta just gotta stop with all that crap, you know? easy 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 you know that made me think about my so my brother got married last weekend yes congratulations by the way um and oddly enough nobody knew what song he was going to dance with my mom to right Mm -hmm. and my brother being a dj he's a plethora of music to choose from and he danced with her i believe it's van morrison and it's that song that's uh mama told me there would be days like this Mama said there'd be days exactly. like this. Mama yeah, it was said. a. I don't remember what it's called. I feel I like it pertains to the conversation that we're having and yeah. kind of. But it was, um, you know, coming from my brother to my mom. There's been plenty yeah. of times that she's had to tell him that there's just going to be days like this. Hmm. I thought it was a good. That made me think of that. Yeah. Maybe maybe Monica wouldn't have been my first choice. It probably would have <laughs> leaned more towards Van Morrison. But yeah. But I think both of them are suiting that there's just going to be days like that. Yeah, Van Morrison's legit too. And yeah, there's going to be days. There's going to be good days, bad days. Man, it's it is got to roll with it, you know. Uh, it's a learning process. I know it is for me. Learning new shit every day. 
the day I stop learning is the day that I might as well die because what's the point anymore, right? Yeah. And I think another big thing, like this is something that I think about often, right? Is that, you know, on your bad days, you never want to be, you never want to get too low. And then on your good days, you never want to get too high, right? So you want to turn those valleys and mountains into, you know, kind of like a, I don't know, rolling hills, right? And I think when I remember that, that I don't want to be too high or too low, yeah, um, it kind of, it puts me back into focus on, you know, that, that rolling hill position that I should be at. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, and it's, good. it's, it's, um, also recognizing that your lows are not going to really last that long and, and nor are your highs. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that, you know, is, has always stuck with me is the saying that this too shall pass. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's, you know, it goes along with the highs and the lows for sure. Yeah. I like that. This too shall pass. Huh. Good stuff, dude. I've actually thought about getting it tattooed on me a couple of times, Ooh, like some, somewhere where I could read it, you know, like yeah. on a regular basis, whether it be on my wrist or. So it serves as a little reminder. Yeah. 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 I know that's a. You should get it on the top of your thigh so that you see it every time you take down, you sit down and take a shit. Take a shit, yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be seeing that three or four times oh, a day, babe. Nice. That was a good one, Mel. <laughs> Hell yeah. And there's Joe over there licking his balls. <laughs> yeah. Joe. Joe is the uh, awesome dog here, one of the dogs. You got Joe and Duke. Duke looks like a horse. Great Dane, right? Great Dane. Great Dane. What's up, Joe? Well, let's wrap this thing up tonight. I uh, I appreciate you guys coming on. I know uh, we always get good feedback um, when uh, when when Seth's on, when Mel's on, when when the Jess is on too. Uh, my favorite people, my close tight knit uh, family, and I love you guys. And I just uh, I thank you guys for your openness and um, for sharing and for letting me hang out in your house tonight too. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Shane. Yeah, you know? dude, absolutely. Like when, like I said, when you called me this morning and was like, Hey, what's up? You want to do a podcast? You know, obviously I'm always super stoked. And then, um, so thank you for that. And then Mel, sure. I mean, you just kind of like walked into this tonight. Yeah. Um, neat. so it was kind of a little, uh, a treat. So, so thank you for, for being open and, and, and honest during this for sure. It was a treat. Well, right on, uh, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you want any more information, um, resources, any of that good stuff, you can reach out to us. Uh, go to www.thatsoberguy.com. You can do it there. Uh, have a great holiday. Have a great Thanksgiving, Christmas, all that good stuff. Peace, love, respect, and keep your blood clean.